Chapter Nine of Living with Our Children by Clara D. Pearson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Root of Evil not money itself you know but the love of money was said to be the root of all evil a fact too frequently forgotten by the one who attempts to quote as the centuries have passed some of us have from time to time suspected that other qualities might indeed be roots of evil also yet that is no reason for relaxing our vigilance in regard to the root first named from the moment when the kindergarten child first clutches a penny in his soft and rosy fist he moves more or less constantly in the world of finance and has to consider questions of relative values generosity versus selfishness thrift and honour as well as those of dependence and independence it will not do for us to belittle the importance of these matters at his age if you have ever watched a group of four or five very small children in front of a candy counter interviewing a portly and amused dealer behind it with a view to discovering how best to invest the penny of the eldest you know that it is indeed a weighty matter some of the brightest and most alluring candies are known to melt so quickly in the mouth while the more durable kinds have a less delectable flavour and then there is the question of even apportionment to be considered and that can hardly be solved without having the dealer weigh out a penny's worth and count the pieces it is a source of amusement to the spectator an inspiration to the cartoonist but it is in precisely such situations that our little people get their first training in solving certain problems with which they will be confronted through life sometimes when one thinks about money matters it seems as though the man who lives up to the right ideals in his methods of getting spending and saving money must be nearly perfect and his ideals begin to shape while he is yet a child therefore it is extremely important early to acquire the right ideals and to have the opportunities to work them out in a small way perhaps the best start is made with a modest and regularly paid allowance which should not be dependent on behaviour or anything else and from which the recipient is required to furnish his own pencils and school tablets during term time and fish-hooks and other minor play expenses during the long vacation these should leave a small margin for luxuries and small means pennies not nickels at the outset as the child grows older the allowance should be increased this ensures plenty of experience in the weighing of values and learning the lesson of life that for everything gained something must be relinquished there must be chances given for the earning of other money certain regular work must be expected as a matter of course as a child's contribution to the upkeep of the home 
but there should also be other work provided as a possible means of revenue and which should furnish a basis for a rudimentary understanding of the problems of capital and labor capital as represented by the parent ensuring prompt pay and safe and healthful working conditions and labor giving value received in work of as good quality as the laborer's strength and experience warrant capitals requiring of him if profit-sharing enterprises are undertaken it is well to beware of any in which the outcome is uncertain children do not stand such reverses as loss of capital so well as adults do so they should not be encouraged to invest their little all in the way of possible savings it is better for them to invest their labor only in partnerships and to lend the odd dollar out at interest somewhere there will always be a temptation for the tender-hearted parent to come to the rescue of a youthful spendthrift by lending him money harden your hearts o ye parents for such stepping in between cause and effect has serious results it is far better that a child should face the fact that there are penalties to improvidence while yet his financial problems are those of pennies rather than of dollars this does not mean that an unforeseeable and wonderful opportunity must be lost for the lack of a small loan when such occasions come they should be considered most seriously and if the funds are lent there should be the formality of a note made and signed and that note should be paid no other should be accepted until it is there may be found chances for extra earnings and small payments may be gravely accepted and endorsed on the note but it should be paid no teaching by precept will ever so impress the meaning of debt on a child as precisely that experience of having to pay a note and right there is the opportunity to show the inexpediency of borrowing for a luxury which is altogether a different thing from borrowing for necessities or for a business investment as for instance five cents worth of popcorn to resell at a profit there are circumstances you know when even such borrowing as that might be a justifiable venture into the realm of finance it is very difficult to interest a child in saving money which he has earned and banking it for some vague use in some equally vague future long plans mean very little to one of tender years and the result and satisfaction seem so trivial as compared with the toil involved however where a child receives gifts of money it is most satisfactory to establish the custom of spending only a certain portion of the gift for immediate pleasures or possessions and banking the remainder to grow until he is ready to enter college to marry or to make a modest start in business after he is prepared to do so a very successful elderly man was once asked to give in a single sentence his best maxim for preparing a child for business success and he replied teach your child what interest means a small savings account or a few certificates of deposit are great educators in this respect and most acceptable ones as well 
postal savings are also fine and the provision in regard to their withdrawal the requirements of ten days notice is of a special value in checking a prodigal impulse the long plan should remain a long plan for once dropped it is difficult to resume it and so we have to think and contrive and to interrupt our own work often to inspect that of small employees or to counsel with small investors when we should prefer to advance the whole sum from our own none too fat purses in moments of weakness we envy the careless and open-handed methods of a neighbor and reflect that her children indolent and candy besmeared would probably consider us stingy nevertheless all this effort is very well worth while if we but succeed in helping our young people to the right attitude towards money to respect it for the labor which it represents to enjoy it for its power to enrich our own lives and those of others whom we love or who are less fortunate and to value it for the security which it bestows on those who having it know how to invest and care for it but never never to love it for itself alone End of chapter nine